on, everybody. Welcome to the Ales and Tales podcast. This is... I don't even know what episode it is. This is episode 1776. There you go. I like it. That works. <laughs> this We were, we were going to age this for about a half a year or whatever it is until 4th of July, and then we promised you a weird episode, and so here we are. So after a bunch of pumpkin ales and stouts and a bunch of what, mead, this has been a very interesting night. We decided now, to go whatever, ahead. We record one episode per week. Typically. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we have fun and just load up on some episodes. Or, yeah, I'm going to say that instead of load up on beer. Uh, this one is going to be the James E. Pepper 1776 American Brown Ale Matured in Oak. It is an aged in rye whiskey barrels. I'm excited mm. about this because I've really recently gotten into rye whiskey more than I used to. Is this you with hair? This is me flipping you off. <laughs> okay. I just found a picture sitting next to me of him climbing on some rocks, and he's got like a big old hoop earring and a goatee and hair and some fucking jinkos. <laughs> that shit is golden. It was uh, like mm, probably sophomore year of college doing some rock climbing. Fucking hippies. I swear. <laughs> I was right there with you. Anyways. 1776, James E. Culpepper's Fantastical Delight. What is this again? Hey, I didn't get to, get to introduce everybody with the podcast. My name is Mike Mercurio. Told you would be weird. Being picked on, of course, by always <laughs> Ben Perrier. I'm not weird. <laughs> <laughs> and and Michael, I'm going to make weird gestures at the microphone as though you can see me, Hoss. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Skadoosh. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this is a long, this is, this is a long night and this is our final episode of the night because we're either going to die or pass <laughs> out from this beer by the time we're done. So mm. we had a, what was it? 13.5. 13.5 to kick the night off. Which uh, was mead. a mead. Then we went into two different pumpkin <clears throat> beers. It was a pumpkin ale and a pumpkin, imperial pumpkin ale and imperial pumpkin stout. Mm-hmm. Both of which were around nine point six. Okay, there you go. So we're somewhere nine. in and around in exactly eight point six. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is going to be ten point four because I'm a little disappointed it's not seventeen point seven six. Right? That they they could have planned this out a little bit better. James E. Pepper seventeen seventy six. James E. Seventeen point seven six percent alcohol. Take one sip. Done. I already know how I'm gonna describe this bottle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, why don't you go ahead and do that? Because there's really not much, there's nothing even, it doesn't say anything this, about the beer. It looks like the Constitution. No, shut up. This looks like the bottle that Nicolas Cage is going to steal. <laughs> good. Good. It's good. It's, it's literally the Declaration oh, of Independence. Yes. In the Sorry, next, I, didn't, I didn't realize how close I was. I was trying to see the thunder. <laughs> In the next movie, this will be the beer. He opens the safe, and this is in it. That's great. Let me yeah, check, it let me check this out. Yeah. If you want to find this beer, look for the Constitution. <laughs> yeah, this is one I came across randomly, and I'd never seen it before, so I just grabbed it. Because um, this, I don't know how easy or hard it is to find. I'm not sure. Well, you and I typically tend to like whiskey barrel-aged beers. Made in the old style, whatever that means. Typically like whiskey, so it works out well. Hmm. James Pepper. Who the Did hell you already is James? Read the, James. Did e. you already Pepper. read the side of the uh, 
No, is there something? So there? yeah, so this fine American brown ale was made in the old style and then matured to perfection in freshly dumped oak barrels that previously held the award-winning James E. Pepper 1776 straight rye whiskey. Cheers. Bottled in December of 2016. Mm. This fine ale will mm. develop with the bottle for up to five years, served in a snifter. Well, we don't have snifters, but that's close enough. I got a sniffer on the end of my face. That's good enough. Right? So this thing's already almost two years old. That's perfect. Nice. See, this is perfect for you. You like your stuff already aged. That's it. Bada bing, bada boom. Shall we? we uh, bada bang, but it's good enough. Shall we get to it? Let's do it. Let's see what happens. All right. I imagine Popping it's going to make bottle. that sound, and then it's going to pour. You have to drink this while putting your hand <laughs> over your heart. <laughs> my country Wait, it depends on where you stand politically we should be able to alter this at random depending upon where you stand or we need to be con- we need to be very strict about it and not alter this at all what the hell are you talking about I never mind I don't want to know we ain't going down that road you don't want to get this into a politician's a, a political con- I, I, I'm going to drink beer and welcome, welcome to the beer and politics my podcast. The beer that would be a great podcast. It's the ball attacks and beer podcast. We can't start talking. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just reversed the We can't start talking politics until we've had at least five beers. That would be the greatest podcast ever. Beer. Oh, no, right, not. So, what do we All smell? Right. Whoa. Whiskey. <sighs> a little maple syrup. Hmm. Mm. S- sweet. That's yeah, that's the, alcohol, that's the alcohol sweetness it's, right there. It's, it's very it's alcohol sugars. <clears throat> Dates. Mm-hmm. I get... Uh, uh, um, little just dark dark fruits. Sugar cane. Oh, my God. Right off the rip, I get plum off the, the taste. Yeah, definitely plums. Mm. Oh, wait till you taste it. I just got a mouthful of plum and then molasses. whiskey. Molasses. Yeah. Plum and molasses stick out. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Long, awkward pause while we all take a sip. Okay. Medjool dates. The first thing Holy I get because like we just bought some Medjool dates. I, lo- I love dates. We just bought another container of Medjool dates. First thing I get is the first bite of a date. That caramelized, dried and date, concentrated sugar. Molasses, mm. dark sugar, that dry, dry dark fruit. <clears throat> I've never had a date before, so you just got married right away. So I'm, well, I'm just gonna say molasses and and plum. You never had a date. You need to have a date. I've yeah, got I some. I'm gonna have one later on. I definitely get yeah. a lot of plum. I get more plum than I get date in this. I'm totally opposite of that. I mean, I do kind of get that nutty, raisiny date flavor a little bit, but I definitely get the plum. What are all these sediments that are floating Sediment? at the bottom? Could be leftover yeast. Could it's be probably a very unfiltered. So yeah. So typically, I mean, when you brew beer, you got your your grain or your mash or your malt or your hops or your Whatever you're adding to it, and so in that there, could be boiling. any of this. So, yeah, of this. so typically, I mean, if you strain it, you pour cheese <clears throat> cloth or something like that. If you're brewing at home, so if it's just unfiltered, it can, I mean, they can have a lot of those mm-hmm. sediments in there, and sometimes it can, if it's like bottle conditioned in cases, it'll add you know flavoring to the beer and give different notes. And I would imagine the more you want your beer to be aged, the less filtered you would do. Because you'd want the, the ingredients to still be in it because those ingredients are still going to interact. Depending on what they are, yeah. So I would I, I would expect... Think of it like steeping tea. The longer you normal. steep it, the more the flavor is going to change. Right. This It's really good. I, I dig this one, man. I dig it a lot. I like mm-hmm. it. It's um, creamy, buttery. I love the brown sugar and molasses notes to this. 
it's it's really really well rounded. You don't get all like when you drink a beer and you get all one flavor, it kind of gets boring. Yeah. I don't see this getting boring. No, it does a good job of kind of bouncing around between. I mean, there's enough different dark fruit flavors and sugars and alcohols and whiskeys and barrels and oak that it kind of it does kind of what I can see. I'm curious to let the, the rest, half this bottle sit for about five minutes to see kind of what it does when it warms mm-hmm. up. Have you ever made a brown butter sauce? Uh, probably. One of my favorite sauces for a, for a ravioli. If you make a ravioli, you take just, just butter. And you just put it in the frying pan, and you just stir it and slowly heat it up and heat it up until it starts browning. I get a lot. I love that sauce because it's so simple, and it's just it just it's good over trout. I would, you know, it's good over anything. I'll be honest with you. It's just creamy and smooth, and it's got that everything you want out of butter. The flavor of butter, plus that little bit of browned caramelized note to it. That's it. That that has this has a ton mm. of that in it. I never had that, but listening to your description, I feel like I can taste that in this drink. That is one thing I gotta say. As much to make fun of it, I love tasting things with Mike and his super palate. <laughs> <laughs> you do, man. I'm not even poking fun. You got a super palate. It's it's because um, it, you know stuff. I never would pick these things out, and he says them, and I'm going, "Holy moly, he's right!" Fucking hay and coffee. I can't believe <laughs> that. I didn't mean to be running gag. Oh. Does, yeah, it take, could, does it take away from it when you bring notice to the fact that it's a running gag? Should, should it be left, left unsaid just for the insiders? Mm. It's kind of like, you know, like I think about it and I think about all the shows I watch that have running gags in them and they never bring light to the fact that it's a running gag. They just throw it in there and you're supposed to know. Yeah. I pay such little attention to pretty much anything that... I'm sorry, what were you saying? Exactly. That running gags wouldn't really affect me in a negative fashion, <laughs> so I don't really care. And besides, beer will make it funny even if it's not. Man, I'm really enjoying this beer. I kind of want to go find another one and stick it in the closet for five years. I I, I will tell you, folks. James E. Pepper, 1776, American Brown Ale, Matured in Oak. I want to go find that rye now. Go get this one. And, you know, it depends on when this one, when the one you find was bottled. This one was bottled December of 2016. Let it age a good two years, two and a half years. Well, this is almost... Yeah, right at two years. Do you think it's really going to make a significant amount of difference if someone gets like that this year? The only way to know is to try a bunch of different ones. So sometime soon, especially now that winter is approaching and we're getting into uh, stout season, I'm going to come in with a linear tasting of the Founder's Breakfast. Oh, God. And so you'll be, we'll do it with that. We'll That's do it with Christmas for me right there. We're going to do it good. with the Bigfoot Sierra Nevada uh, barley wine. Um, I'll see what other ones I have. I think I have Dragon's Milk Stout that we can do Ooh, a linear tasting with. That'd be very that interesting. That one, I'll be honest with you, that's a pretty linear beer to me. Like, I don't get a whole lot of depth to it when I drink it. That's why I want to try different ages. But I've had, I've had two years, I made the mistake of having, I was watching Stranger Things one night, and I'm like, well, let's get strange. And I had I had a bottle of like the 16 and a bottle of the 17, a bomber, and I drank both of them to the dome, and it just, it wrecked me. I mean, I was just, by the end of it, I got it the next day, and I was like, I don't remember what's going on. I started re- I started going back to the last episode I watched. I'm like, yeah, I don't remember any of this. You're like six episodes I... deep and you don't remember what Yeah, right? <laughs> so when you're reading a book and your brain zones out and all of a sudden, like, like, you realize you've read two chapters right. and you've no- you read the words, your eyes moved over and 
in your head you were reading the words, but then the processing part said, nah, uh, I'm going to think about Man reviews and speak to you in an Australian accent. <laughs> and you go, what the hell did I just read? Yeah, somewhere it's locked in memory. I hope this beer stays locked in memory because I like this one, man. This is definitely one to get again. All right, ratings. Let's do it. <clears throat> got another half a bottle to see how this opens up. Okay, well, in that case, let's see how it so opens far, up. <laughs> so far, this is an A-plus in my book. This is a... Uh, I don't think I quite did that evenly, but oh well. I don't care. Hoss, you're getting drunk. You got a little bit more. I'm already <laughs> drunk. It's like, dude, I really I fucked it up. It was like... There, now we're... Yeah, that, yeah. that was like teared at first. So, first, the first tasting, while it's been chilled, I'll give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. That's I would agree. outstanding. I would agree. Not it's, my favorite beer, and not one you want more than... But it's, it's smooth... Of. I don't think it's, more than when you can handle more than one or two of them. Yeah, it's balanced. So a lot of times with uh, whiskey-aged ales, you really get that strong punch of whiskey. And this mm. is there. It's noticeable. It's prominent, but it's not slapping you in the face. You no, know, it's funny. It never even crossed my mind when giving all the flavors that I get out of it. What did I not say? Oak, vanilla, caramel, anything associated whiskey, with whiskey. oak, vanilla. Yeah, no. It's 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 because it's, it's blended and it's melded so well. Yeah. That you get all the subtlety of all the different stuff in the whiskey. I'm really curious to see what you think about it, Hoss. Oh, I enjoyed it. I would give it a B plus. Okay. Yeah, I would definitely drink this again. I'd be happy to drink it. Very tasty. Have you had a lot of no expense on the description, right? Have you had a a lot (laughs) of uh, whiskey? Oh, I I probably only had maybe two others, and it was at the Flying Saucer. Oh man, we got a we we got a whole world of beer for you to explore Mm -hmm. now. I do like. Have you had Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale yet? I doubt it. Okay, so that's my that's the one that I typically that's my 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 benchmark. Well, of course, but he's had KBS off tap from the brewery. Like, yeah, that's true too. But that's yeah, that's true too. <laughs> I got nothing. That's a very good point. I honestly is I like that, but I don't put it in the same category as the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. No, Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale off the tap is still probably one of my favorite beers of all time. It, because it's it's got against that brown butter, that warm buttery mm-hmm. caramely. T- oh my god, it's so good! And then you it's get it in the bottle. Yeah, and then and you get it in the bottle and you go, no, it's carbonated. It's yeah, yeah. So it's my benchmark. This in a bottle easily matches it on tap. Yeah, I'll agree with that. This is fantastic. This is this is pretty stellar. Like it 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 keeps. It keeps kind of changing as you drink it, which I really appreciate. Um, it's just, you do get, there's so much going on that you keep picking up on different notes of it with different sips, depending mm-hmm. on how big of a sip you take or if you, you know, took in a big sniff or just kind of as it warms up, right? The ability for a beer to change means a lot to me. There's a lot of beers that you want to drink it fast before it's warm and you go, all right, it's warm. I hate this beer. Yeah. The ability, like you're just talking about, just all the different stuff that's going on with it. The ability of a beer to 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 change with temperature and not go nasty is good, because you want to savor it, you want to enjoy it. Like there's two reasons to drink beer. There's the college reason to drink beer or high school, depending upon how bad you were. To drink the hell out of it and get stupid. Okay, there you were kidding. There's a lot of sediment in this beer. Holy moly, I'm holding up the light now. There's <clears throat> big old chunks of it. Yeah, there is. You're right. We didn't even talk about the color or anything else like that. The, um, 
the the other reason for for look if you're going to spend money on this stuff you want to be able to enjoy it yeah as as I get older in life as I, I become wish I could remember how much this bottle costs <laughs> yeah it's somewhere between twelve and twenty dollars I've got <laughs> worth it my right. guess is probably twenty even if it's twenty worth it um, as I get older though as I become this like creaky fingers popping randomly old guy <laughs> that makes weird noises getting in and out of really was your fingers so yeah. So as I get older, I start to appreciate oh the ability to sit back and slowly savor things more. And so this will come in time. You, you see, you're Just listen to me and don't you're, understand. You're about savoring, and I'm like downing this beer. Like I want two more of them. But <laughs> I can't stop drinking it. Being the elder in the, God Almighty, I am the elder in the room. Old fogey. I am an old fogey. Get off my lawn, you kids! <laughs> Unless you bring me this beer, get off my lawn. <laughs> this being able to sit. Because I think that's why I like whiskey so much now. Scotch in the winter and, and bourbon during the summer is because you can just sit back and sip and enjoy. Mm. And as it changes temperature, it changes how you appreciate it. Mm-hmm. This is a beer that if you just sit back and relax and sip it, you don't get tired of it. I mean, you could chug it and yeah, well, okay, you got 10% alcohol. You for get, being temper, but, 10% or 10.6 or 10.4 or 10, 10, whatever it is. It's not sitting on my tongue like a lot of those heavier beers do. It's mm-hmm. it washes off. It's clean. You can keep drinking it. It's it's it is not a syrupy beer. It does. It just kind of mm-hmm. coats the tongue and then goes away. This is definitely in the top, probably five of beers we've tasted for this podcast. I'd say yeah, easily top three. That was I mean just really delicious. Where did I get this? Did you already finish? You did. Wow. He. Okay, told you, man. so much for the sipping for Ben. He absolutely pounded that I could, one. I couldn't stop drinking Damn it. it. Even you, delicious. You're the only other person that I've ever known to use the phrase pounded when referring to... Beer? Well, referring to like drinking or eating. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I got I, that. I say it, I think. Okay, you're included then. We'll allow you. Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I just want to be part of the group. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So did we give? No, let's give it the warm rating. Let's give it the time rating. I didn't what have time get? to let it warm up. It just, no, you it just didn't. went down the gullet. I give it a yes. <laughs> that is my rating. Is yes. Awesome. Uh, I I still feel pretty confident with a B plus. Okay. Maybe closer to the A minus now. Considering yeah. You drank that. You've 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 gone. You've sped through that. I feel like you guys peer pressured me into having to drink the beer. Nobody can see the gun that I'm holding to his head right now to make him chug or pound that It beer. was the bandwagon. Uh, the bandwagon got we're me. We're bad influence. I love it. The we're good take, news is he can walk home. We're, we're, we're taking this young <laughs> soul. We're, yeah, we're taking this young soul and we're corrupting him. Drink, drink, drink. That's what we older folks are supposed to do. Man, I got out of college and now I got these like old fogies (laughs) telling me to pound beers, man. I still got to go home and say my prayers tonight. Keg stands are next. (laughs) I've never had beer from a keg. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have. have. You go to a bar and you get it off a tap. Well, I mean, like at a party or something. Like, so you've never had beer from a keg? You've never been to a keg party. party? No. All right, we have, I don't know what to say. There's going to, be a, there's going to have to be in the future a keg party episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> We're just going like, to stick the microphone in the middle of the room and y'all are going to hear like two hours of fucking garbage. <laughs> Sanity. It was funny. My freshman year, I learned... I never, I never drank beer before my freshman year of college. I drank whiskey. 
Because we could get a hold of whiskey. You so were we used to stash. Odyssey, my friend. We would stash whiskey because we could get a bottle and stash it. When I went to college, they were like beer, and I'm like, what? Wait, how could you get beer and not whiskey? No, no. Or whiskey and not beer? Because you had well, they, somebody you knew that could get, get you both. a bottle. They could get both, so they bought the bottle and stashed it. And right. Like, so they wouldn't have to like keep getting somebody to buy a beer. They can get just a bottle of whiskey. I hope nobody underage is listening to this podcast, because I'm not giving you ideas. Yeah, no, the simple answer Damn, was... Are we going to have to like put like a click on you if you're 21 to listen? <laughs> I don't know. I don't By know. listening to this podcast, you assume responsibility for your actions. Blah, hey, blah, since we're already like well us. into this series, any lawyers listening? Yeah, give us some advice before we get sued so we can go back and change <laughs> right. it. Blah, 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 any beer loving lawyers help. Um, but no, I mean, from like 14, 15 on, we just knew people that could get us liquor that mm. were older than us. So, we'd, so liquor was easy to hide. It's a bottle as opposed to a case of beer. Yeah. Which is, is supposed to be cold. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm following. So, I drank, I drank whiskey pretty much almost exclusively up until college. And in college, it became beer. And I was like, what the hell is this stuff? I and see I this dude. I see this dude. I hated it. Pinky, oh, my God. Pinky in the air, high school drinker. I only drink whiskey. Oh, no, it so was not the good stuff. It was just... It was just it oh, dude, I used is. to drink a wrist of shit vodka. <laughs> Oh, man, because I didn't know what vodkas were out there. I was in college, and that's what my buddy has. There's only one I knew. So I'm like, what do you want? And I'd be like, uh, 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 uh aristocrat? Because that's all I knew to ask for. And it's it horrible. With, uh. It was horrible. <laughs> it's the most god-awful rot-gut crap on the planet. I typically, we typically got um, Jim Beam whiskey. See, yeah. I wasn't that smart. It's not great. Wasn't that, my parents didn't drink. Mm-hmm. Wasn't educated enough on it. First beer. First beer you ever drank? What was Fuck it? Fuck if I remember. Oh come on! Really? Well, really, I mean, like I had a. Sip. I, I used to think like oh, I got drunk twice in high school, and then one day I got to thinking back, I'm like, well, no, it was that time, <clears throat> it was that time, and that time. It really wasn't that much. Right, I mean, I would love to hear on our Instagram page when we post this episode, which is by the way the Ales and Tales podcast. That's our at the Ales and Tales. Is this podcast. a wraparound from the derailment? No, this is going to be good. So I want to know what everybody's first beer was they ever had. I'd love to see your posts on that. So mine, Ice House. I don't know that my, well, my first alcoholic drink was probably, it was a Smirnoff. I got, I, I remember. I got iced for my first. I'm sure I had a beer before. I'm sure I had a beer before this and a drink before this. I remember though, freshman somewhere from our freshman year of high school, we took a little European trip, and I had a I was like thirteen, fourteen, had a beer with my mom, and I believe it was Amsterdam. It might have been Copenhagen, but I'm pretty sure it was, I had a beer with my mom in Amsterdam. That was one cool moment. <laughs> that, that would be a cool moment. I'm sure I had a beer before that. That's the first one I really remember. That's the that's the one memory that sticks out. I feel like mine was like it was the classic. My mom gave me a sip of. Well, Bud yeah, Light. I'm sure there was something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have a full beer, but she gave me a sip when I was probably I don't know, like in elementary school, because I I came up to her and was like, like, hey, can I try that? And she thought <laughs> it'd be funny to give me a sip of something if, terrible. If we count that, it would be Miller High Life for me. My dad still drinks Miller High Life to this day, mm. and honestly, I still like it. He's a good man. You and Hoss need a. 
your dad and Hoss need to kind of hang out. We need to get your dad on the show and have some little highlights. Dude, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. I know, that would be we need to do. We need to do a light off where we do all of the light beers. And then we also oh, need to do... Like hey, it. I'm going to... Since we're talking about light beers, I'm going to put a plug in for Music City Light. Here, if you ever come to Nashville, get the Music City Light. It's local beer. And for a light beer, it is phenomenal. What is it? Music, music City... You've never seen the Music City Light in the stores? I don't live in Music City. Well, maybe. Oh, maybe. Music I see City. the package. It's, it's legit. It's legit. It's <clears> a great, just amber lager. Really? Yeah. All right. We'll give it a shot. This is officially the Derailed Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you listened long enough to enjoy this beer. 1776 Ale. Did we rate the 1776? We did. Yes, twice. That's a good example of why you don't want a lot of this one. Guys, if you see 1776 Ale, it looks like... The Constitution. It looks like the bottle that Nicholas Cage is going to steal. (laughs) Go out, buy it, enjoy it, let us know what you think. Until next time, guys. Prost. Cheers. There's nothing left. We drank it all. Rock out, we hops out. Yes. Peace. Peace.